So here's a great little tip to increase your savings, to increase your investments, and also to increase the profit margins in your business. And it's such a simple little hack. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Drew Vermofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle optimization. And the reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life, and I just don't want you to be one of them. Now, if you haven't already done so, Drew Vermofos, if you can, please share this podcast with one person this week, or even today, right now. Grab your phone and screenshot it and send it to someone with a link, because each person that you share it with helps our numbers to increase. It helps us to get out to more people. It also helps me to share some great information. Hopefully it will help get more people to our events like our Thrive Time event, which we can really help people to excel and to create a success plan for their own life instead of living in everybody else's shadows. And I find that that happens so much in this day and age is that most people are trying to compete with everybody else. Most people compare their lives to others. And so, so many people suffer with depression, anxiety, just feel stressed out all the time, feel burnt out, feel like they're not good enough, you know, feel like they're not going to achieve the life that they want. And these are consistent things that happen when you compare your life to everybody else's. And the reason why that happens is because most people don't live the life that they want just because they're unclear. They, they haven't really created their own map for success for life. And so at our Thrive Time event, we teach you three pillars to help you build fulfillment, first of all, and to figure out what fulfills you. And there are three steps to figuring that out. And once you get clear on that, it's really, really easy then to create absolute focus and clarity within your own life in the direction that you want to go. And then you can set effective goals that then lead you along that path while being fulfilled. And then finally, we tap into human psychology where we get into what creates drive and consistency and balance and stability within your own life, which is figured out for you. I think way too many people out there tell you how to be somebody else instead of being yourself. I was talking to someone the other day who's a business owner and I said, uh, he was telling me about all these staffing issues and the problems and how staff are like tagging up his workload and you know, he just feels like he has the pressure and the weight of the whole team on his shoulders. And what I told him was that he built his team around what he thought he should have built them around instead of building them, building them around how he works best. And if you're hiring people in your business to help optimize how you work effectively and efficiently, you build a wicked business that you love. If you build a business like most other people, you just build a business that traps you in it. Um, and that's because everybody else relies upon you and you're the go-to person and so on. It, you didn't make the decision about how you work effectively. So you wanna build an effective life, you've gotta build it around how you live and what are the greatest things to help you excel and we do that through those three pillars. So um, if you haven't already done so yet, please grab your ticket to that event. It's called Thrive Time, you can go to our website. It's www.themojomaster.com.au and you'll see it on there, you just scroll down on the homepage and you'll see uh, ticket to Thrive Time, you can grab your ticket. We normally have people flying from interstate and overseas. There's plenty of accommodation around because we do it right in the heart of Adelaide. Um, and it is our last event for the year that's open to the general public. So um, please, if you haven't already done so, go to themojomaster.com.au and grab your ticket. All right, so let's talk about, I think, something that is really, really important in both business and in life, if you wanna get ahead financially. And that's how you create margin. And what I mean by that is it's the amount of surplus that you have after you've paid what you need to pay. I guess you could say that's, that's the margin. So it's the percentage of the margin between the cost that it takes you to make something or fulfill something 
and then the profit margin of that product or that service or whatever. I think that's the easiest way of explaining it. Now, why does that matter even if you're not a business owner? Well, because if you make $1,000 a week and you spend $1,000 a week, you essentially have zero margin in your life. And that way when a bill pops up or something pops up, the only thing you can do is go get a credit card or go get a loan because you're essentially fucked financially. And that's how most people live, especially in Australia and the westernized world and actually all around the world. So how do we change that? How do you change it so that you know what the margins are of your business and you keep consistent margins? Or how do you know that within your personal life, how do you keep a margin where every week you have a set amount of money going into another account, which I don't even like calling a rainy day fund because it's not for rainy days. When you call it a rainy day fund, you'll use it on a rainy day and they happen often and you'll never have any money, you'll never get ahead. So how, what do we do? What you wanna do is you want to set up an individual account in your business or in your personal life and you wanna treat your life like a business and you wanna treat your business like a life. Those two things are essentially the same thing. You know, back in the old days, people used to say, well, what do you do in your personal life when you work in your business a lot? Those two things aren't separate these days, right? Your career is part of your life, right? It's part of your lifestyle balance, it's part of the choices that you need to make. Your business is part of your life and it's part of the decisions that you make. So if you're separating your personal life from your business and you're separating your business from your relationship and you're separating your relationship from your health status and you're separating your health status from your friends, then you're just gonna end up with one broken apart life and it's not a great idea. You have a life and you have a life that you've built in the way that you've built it based on the decisions that you make and the clarity that you have around the life that you're trying to build. Now, this is why Thrive Time's there because if you don't know what you're trying to build, then how can you build it? You know, most people would never build a fucking house, which you might spend a couple of hundred thousand dollars or five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars. You might even spend three to five million dollars building a house, but you'd never build it without architecture. You would never build it without plans. Yet, the average person has something way more expensive and it's called their life because once it's gone, they will never get it back. You can always rebuild a house, it's very, very fucking hard to rebuild a life once you've fucked it. So, I mean, you can do it, but it's very, very hard, especially because you waste time and you can never get back time. My point is that most people will invest in an architect to build their house, but they won't invest in an architect to build their life. Most people will invest in plans for their house or their renovation, but they won't build the plans for their life or their business. And so most people end up in absolute chaos and carnage and they never get what they really wanna build. So this really comes back down to how do we create the margin within our life so that we have money set aside for whatever happens and we can use it in whatever way we want. Now, what I would recommend is in your personal life, you wanna set up some form of investment account where you, however you wanna invest, you need to make investment decisions that are intelligent and wise for the lifestyle that you're trying to create because most people are massively insecure around money and finances. They tend to get rich quick and or tend to chase get rich quick schemes. And when they do that, they tend to lose their money, which is a valuable lesson for them. And that is you've gotta earn the right to risk. So therefore you wanna start with low risk, low return. So if you're getting three or 5% on your money, then that's fine. And you start there until you have enough capital where you can start to grow that to five to 8%. And then you can do something a little bit more risky and you can do 10 to 15%. And then you can go where you might get a 50% return or 100% return investment, but that's high risk, high reward. And high risk normally means that you have a high chance of losing your money. What most people do is they get ahead, they get their life savings and then they go throw it into crypto, which is highly volatile, or they go throw it into the casino or they go and do a first time property development and then they end up losing all their money. Why? Because they haven't earned the right to risk and they haven't earned the safety pro profile and the security profile. You know, you really can't just get in the car and go take your shitbox car that you bought from a secondhand dealer and go take it out and thrash it around a track without realizing that the car's probably gonna fall apart and that you may crash and you may die in that crash. And that's why if you take your car out to a racetrack, the majority of the time, you will have things like scrutineering where they go over the whole car and they check everything to make sure that it's not gonna fall apart and it's not gonna cause problems. The same thing needs to happen when you're investing in your own life. You need to scrutinize everything. You need to have a look at what the risk profile is of that stuff and start with low risk, low return, which almost teaches people how to be patient. And when you're young, most people aren't patient. You know, they wanna be rich overnight 
And it's something that I've had to learn. You know, I've lost a bit of money over the years. I didn't lose much, but I, I learned enough to make me uncomfortable to then go, I don't want to lose money anymore. And so my risk profile is a lot more balanced these days and a lot more stable. And if I'm going to risk to do something high risk, high reward, I tend to do it in a way where it's a lot more stable and a lot more balanced. And if I do lose it, it's because I gambled it, not because I've put it into an intelligent investment with safeguards. My point is, when your paycheck comes in, when you have $1,000 come in, then you put 10% of that straight into a savings account. And then you have a 10% margin. And so then your life runs at 10%. And then what happens is you might get a pay rise and that pay rise then goes to $1,100. So then you take $11 or 10%, that becomes $111. And you take that and you put that into your savings account. You put an extra $11 per week into your savings account. So it doesn't seem like much, but compounding will build that. And then what you can do is then you can start to find investment strategies where you can start to invest that once you've got a safeguard. So for me personally, Jess and myself, love to try to keep at a full year's worth of income saved in cash. Now, there are plenty of people out there who criticize me and have said over the years, you don't make money, have it, you don't, you know, putting money in the bank fucks you. Yes, it does, right? What it does is it builds a safety profile. We put that onto our home loan anyway. So if I need it, I can withdraw it within 24 hours in most cases, unless the economy crashes or something like that. And then most people are gonna be fucked anyway. So look, if the economy crashes and I can't get my money out of the bank, it's not just me who's gonna have a problem, it's a whole population of people. And I'll figure it out anyway because I'm probably more adaptable and I think most business owners or most people who are listening to this are more adaptable than the average person. So you'll figure out a way in the first couple of days and that's what happened with COVID. My point is, I like to keep a cash flow buffer and then after that, every cent above that year's worth of savings in cash that has been put onto our home loan, then gets put into an investment account. And then from there, I invest. I personally invest in shares, but I've also invested in crypto over the years, made some money in there, or actually I didn't invest in it. I, I guess I, I gambled in it and I did reasonably well in it. Um, but I pulled the money out and I put it back into um, the share market because I find it's a lot more predictable. It's a lot more safe, especially with the investments that I make. Now that's because I'm comfortable there. Some other people do it in property and they're quite happy and comfortable doing property. Some people are more happy and comfortable doing things like crypto or buying foreign exchange or whatever it is, but you have to figure out what works for you and the lifestyle that you're trying to create. So my point is that when you put 10% aside every week out of your personal money that you earn, then from there you start to build a savings account and you start to have a margin in your personal life. So if worse come to worse and you ever got sick, you could go and you could use that money. But my recommendation is never touch that money. So for me personally, I have my money in a completely different bank so that it's not with my main bank that I do all my dealings with because then I can't see the money. I also have a direct transfer that goes from the bank to, an, to a point. So once I've built up my safety buffer, I then have the, the money gets transferred straight into my share account. And then from there, I just go in normally once a month or whatever and buy whatever shares that I want. You can also have an auto bought. So you could buy index funds or something like that. I'm not gonna go into that in this episode, but you can automatically purchase those index funds weekly, monthly, yearly, however you wanna do it. So you can easily do that because the less you have to touch it and the less you have to handle it, the better it's gonna be for you to get ahead financially. Because if you have to manually get in and, and push money out of your account and bills are sitting there and all that stuff. After a while, you're like, fuck it, I'll just pay my bills and I'll, I'll do it because it'll make me feel comfortable. But here's the thing, your emotions are destroying your ability to get ahead financially. Because if you don't realize that it's your emotions that are making your decision on what you pay first and you're not paying yourself first and you're not paying your investments first, and that's more of a priority than paying your bills, then you won't get ahead financially. 
So most people are emotional with money. When someone has a heap of bills and they're like, fuck, 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 I need to pay, they'll just grab their savings and pay for it out of it. I'm not saying that everybody should follow this strategy because here's my break of the rule and there's always ways around those rules. If you're not making enough money right now, my recommendation that I tell most people is spend it on growing. Spend it on personal growth, spend it on personal development, get your shit together, learn how to control your mindset and invest as much as you can in growing so that then eventually over time you can grow your earning capacity. Because if you've hit your earning threshold, and you've hit your glass ceiling and you're not earning a lot of money, then what are you gonna do? There's nothing you really can do. You can put away like $2 a week into a savings account is great, right? It'll put you ahead of, I don't know, not many people. What you wanna do is you wanna figure out how to go from earning $1,000 a week to going and earning $10,000 per week. And that might take you five years, it might take you six years, and you might have to invest $100,000 in order to figure that out. But you invest $100,000, you've now taken your ability to earn from $1,000 a week to $10,000 a week and you're consistently earning 10 grand per week, how quick are you gonna get back your $100,000? Most people don't think like this, which is the reason why most people never get ahead financially. My suggestion is if you're not consistently moving or growing your ability to increase your income, then go and figure out how to increase your income, right? Go put that money in there first. And that's what I did. I spent a million dollars before I made my first million dollars, okay? I invested into personal development. Hence why normally in my library behind me, there's probably a good 50 or 60, maybe even $70,000 worth of books just in my bookshelf. Then when you go and have a look at all the courses that I've done, on the average year, I spend anywhere between $20,000 and some years $80,000 on coaches, mentors, traveling the world to learn, all of that sort of stuff. Now, $80,000 is the top end, um, but other times as well, you know, I'll spend $10,000 a year. This year's probably been a lower year, and I've probably spent maybe 15 to 20. Okay, that's a, that's a low year for me. But that's what I spend in order to consistently grow and to consistently excel as a person because I wouldn't not go to the gym, so I would not train my mind. I wouldn't not surround myself with the greatest people that I could surround myself with. Okay? It's just, what, what can you not learn? You know, you can't put your hand in honey and not expect it to stick. You can't be surrounded with people who are crushing it and pushing hard in life and achieving great things and not start to soak up some of that information. And if not, you've got a question then why? What is it? What's, it, what's in your mindset that's stopping you from doing that? And some people just have a mindset problem that they need to take care of. So they need to do that before they go hang out in those circles. But if you every week are earning, let's say $1,000 and you put 10% into a savings account, eventually that will compound. And over five or 10 year period, you will then start to make some good money. If you do it intelligently and you learn what to do and, and so on, but you wanna increase your earning capacity as well as doing that as well. Now for business owners, how do you do it? You take the margin out immediately. So what you do is that when you have a product that you're selling, let's say I'm selling water and it costs me 50 cents to bottle and get all the water there, I'm gonna add a 10% margin on immediately as if over the top of whatever costs that I have, which could be, you know, let's say now I've got to sell it and all that stuff. So it's going to cost me a dollar to supply it to a vendor. I'm going to sell it for a dollar 10 because I want my 10% margin out of it that I'm going to put into a cash, into a cash pool. And I'm just going to let cash build up in the business. Why? Go and have a look at, because a lot of people say cash is trash. That is true, right? Unless you have a reason to use it, it's worthless. But what you'll find is a lot of businesses need to have a buffer because money comes in and money goes out. So over the Christmas break, we don't make any money, which then means if we don't have a cash flow buffer, we then can't survive as a company. If the economy shits its pants for three months or two months or whatever it is, or six months, then we need to have available cash flow. And so you wanna have that money available for growth if, if needed and not just spend and live every week to week in your business. So you, you put that margin in there. So some businesses will just have a 50% margin no matter what. So if the price of materials go, goes up, they just increase their margin because that's what they do. But you want to have that margin where that money is immediately taken and put into a, a completely different account so you have a cash flow buffer. And that's the way you consistently keep your margin. So if you wanna run your business at 20% margin, you then charge an extra 20% on the product or service or whatever you're doing. And then once that money 
money comes in and hits your bank account, put it into a cash pool and every week or every fortnight or every month, whenever you, you pay your bills, you go and you take that money and the very first thing that you do is you take out your 10 or 20% of the margin and you go put it across into a, into a completely different bank account in a completely different bank so you don't see it. And then you sit there and you go, shit, how do I pay the bills? And then you figure out how to pay those bills. Remember, stress creates growth and most people don't want financial stress and most people don't want financial pressure. Pressure creates expansion and stress creates growth. If you don't want financial stress, you will never get ahead financially because you will never grow financially. You have to have stress. So by putting that margin and taking money out and putting it into another account where you can't use it, and it's just like Jess and I have not touched our savings personally. In the business we have, we've used a buffer, but personally, we have not touched our savings, I think for almost 10 years now. And we have had times where we have not been almost able to pay bills. Like we have had to negotiate, we've had to fucking put things off, we've had to go take loans, and I will go take loans knowing that our, our money is safe in the bank. Why? Because that money allows me to go to sleep at nighttime. I sit there and I go, I've still got money. I can still pay our house. I can still pay our mortgage. We're okay if we needed to, but you know, we'll figure out a way. And so because we just have that mentality of that money does not even exist, it's not even there, right? It just, it doesn't even exist. It's completely somewhere different. Because of that, when we hit hard times, we figure out how to make more money. We figure out how to get the money. We figure out how to get a loan and then pay it back fast or whatever we need to do in order to make sure that that money is, is available, but the savings account is not touched or our investments are not touched, right? Because that's the only way to get ahead financially, really, if you want to do it well, okay? There are a whole bunch of people out there who talk about, you know, these get rich quick schemes and show you like the new thing that's going to make you rich. That's earning, right? So that's earning income. Most people can earn money. They just can't fucking keep it. And structuring your money well means that you keep it, retain it and grow it. So making money for most people is easy because most people, when they get their job, they've made money and they've also got pay increases and pay rises over the last 10 years, maybe even 20 years. So most people, their pay rate has gone up. But what you'll find is that they still have an inability to have savings and to have investments. Why? Because they have a shit strategy and a shit structure around their wealth and finances and they don't have a clear, a, pl a clear plan. So that's also the reason why most people chase after get rich quick schemes and they would rather go and do a Bitcoin course and they would rather go and study how to, you know, go and do a foreign exchange trading course or they wanna go do property investments and all that sort of stuff and they rush them and then lose their money or they fuck up and they don't know what they're doing. The reason why most people do that is because they think that earning more money will help get them out of their financial shit when the truth is that they have a spending problem and a structuring problem. And until you deal with your spending problem and your structuring problem, then you're fucked. Most people are anyway. Some people just have the inability to learn, but I've already told you what you need to do uh, in that circumstance. But anyway, I hope that helps Driven Mofos. If you haven't grabbed your tickets yet to Thrive Time, please do so. I guarantee that event will change your life. It comes with a money back guarantee. Go to www.themojomaster.com.au to grab your tickets. This is our last live event for the year. If you wanna see me live and you wanna see me do this stuff and you wanna see me uh, help or you want me to help you break through a lot of patterns that you've got, help you to build that life map or that success map that will help you to excel in life, then please grab your tickets to that event. I guarantee it's a game changer. We've had you know thousands of people come through and do that event now. And those tools I use every day. Like I use those tools, okay? So I'm not teaching you something that's theory. I'm teaching you something that fucking works because I use it. And if it wasn't for those tools, I would probably be in a mental institution right now or in jail or doing something crazy because I would never have been able to get where I am today without those tools. So anyway, grab your tickets to that event and I look forward to seeing you there. Take care, Driven Mofos. Remember to put that margin in your business and in your personal life. Keep crushing it. Take care, everyone.